Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to Discussion World. I am your host, Juan Gonzalez. And you guys already know who I am, is Eduardo. So today, uh, we're pretty much going off of the October season, and we're going into horror movies. Um, well, today it's t- we're talking about horror movies that have inspired us, and I'm, primi- I'm pretty much going to be going... Um, You're going to go ham on this. I'm going to go ham on this. I go through the history of horror movies um, and, and everything, and Eduardo's just going to be supporting me for what he can. Well, yeah, because I don't really care for horror movies. Oh, because, okay, here's my thing. Okay. Horror movies, I love the concepts of... I love the concept of... Ooh. I love the concept of them, but I just don't enjoy horror films because I just do not like the f- sensation of being scared. So, like, I just, I, I can watch a horror movie, but I'm going to be tense the whole time. And that's just not that fun. Okay, well, then you're going to, like... So, like, well, then you're going to, like, one of my talking points that I'm going to do today. But before that, we're going to go into, like, the popular horror movies. Um... Also branding them called the Titans of Terror. Titans of Terror. Yeah, it's something Universal called one of their mazes, like in the past, that had Jason, Freddy, and Chucky. That makes sense. Right? And um, I've, you know, I've been using that term when I talk about the popular horror movies, such as Letterface, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Michael, um, Michael Myers and Halloween, Jason and Friday the 13th, Hellraiser and Pinhead, Ghostface, Chucky, and for some reason, I also include um, Billy the Puppet from Saw. Because he's very... Uh, yeah. I, oh, I, when I looked at the picture that you brought in, and I all I can think about, well, I thought his name was Jigsaw. Is it not Jigsaw? Uh, that's the person. That's the person that's controlling the puppet. But the puppet is actually called Billy. Because really? if you watch the movies... It's the name of the unborn son that he lost. What the fuck? Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. Spoiler, spoiler. Alert. I'm sorry, but yeah. You can't really say spoiler alert after you had said it, <laughs> but yeah, no. I I remember. Uh, so I'm gonna detour just for a second. I remember the very first haunted house that I went to was uh my brother's. I think I want to say eighth grade haunted house, okay. and it was at Whaley. Yeah, it was uh, over there. And the first person you see is, what, what do you say, Billy the Puppet? Billy the Puppet. That's the first person, that's like the first thing you saw in there. It was weirdly, it was weirdly more, uh, like, it was re- It was weirdly high budget for like no reason. Mm. Whaley. Yeah. So yeah, the, these figures, they're... Um, synonymous with Halloween and horror movies in general because tell me don't you recognize almost all of them once you see them no absolutely I was looking at the the picture that you're showing me and like I knew pretty much every single one of them it's just that the only one that I actually watched the movie for okay actually I've watched only two of their movies I've only watched uh Friday the 13th and I watched uh Halloween Mm -hmm. Friday the 13th, I freaking... I just did not care for it. Uh, the original? The original. Okay. I just did not care for it. The only part that made me, like, actually scream out loud was when, like, little Jason, like, popped out of the lake and, like, oh. grabbed that bitch. Um, was this, like, recently or, like, the first time you ever saw it? The first time I saw it was about two years ago. Oh, okay. So I was, like, 17 makes sense well i i had um a very interesting childhood because my brother um he he pretty much showed me a bunch of movies and most of them were horror movies so um yeah but no like here's the thing for me the two movies that have impacted me and are beyond like my favorite characters um as you can see my little um keychain i have right here well, it's uh, it's well. That's what I'm showing you. <laughs> it's uh, Chucky and Michael and their movies, and it's funny how bo- bo- both of their series 
kind of start out strong, but then they decline, but then they go up again with the recent movies. Really? Yeah, like uh, Child's Play. The first two or three movies, uh, they're like, you know, they're great. You know, they have very good um, scenes and shit, very good um, storylines. And then we go to uh, Bride of Chucky and Tear of Chucky, which are seen as two of the worst in the franchise because they were made in the 90s and this is like when they were trying to, like, they were trying to bring in references. I don't know, every time I hear the word 90s, all I can think about is goddamn BoJack Horseman now, because I just binged that show. Yeah. Yeah, so like in the 90s, they were trying to bring in um, a bunch of references, and Ghost, Go, um, Scream had just um, been um, popular, so they were trying to like get onto that um, that horse. And then we have... The is, yeah. is that what you meant? Yeah. But also horse because I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and then we have Curse and Cult of Chucky, and then the TV show that is there's bringing. There's a TV show. There's a TV show that came out last year. Second season's coming out on October fifth. Oh, oh, it's new. It's yeah, not like it's not like some yeah. shit that came out in the back in the nineties. No, this isn't Freddy's Nightmares. Okay. 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 That's a, that's another reference. Ah, uh, no, yeah. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't get that reference. Yeah, it's a TV show. That they made just because they thought, oh, let's make this a franchise and make it a TV show. They then Nightmare on Elm Street, and then they did Freddy's Nightmares, which is Freddy the host reading a whole fucking story. And then, you know, my take on that is that companies need to understand that not every single side character needs a goddamn series or like a side film because, like, I freaking hate when they have like a mildly funny side character uh-huh. and then out of nowhere they just think that way we, we want a movie with just with them and it's like no you just ruin it because yeah. all their dynamic was was to be a foil and now you're giving them the lead role like don't do that yeah. so yeah like that's pretty much for chucky halloween it was first two great third one didn't have michael so nobody really considers that yeah canon Fourth and f- four, fifth and sixth had a whole ass storyline about a cult and how he's part of a cult and that's why he's Michael? yeah and that's why he's so indestructible because he has a fucking a medallion or something like he has some shit um, I don't want to get into it just because it's gonna get me all fucked up and then we go to H two O great movie and then they fuck it up by doing Halloween Resurrections. Which just was like, what the fuck was that? And then we go into the remakes, which is Rob Zombie. Very white trash, but for some reason, I love it. Oh, is that what you're... Oh, you're, so Rob, the Rob Zombie one, that's like the most recent one. No. no. The, the most recent one is by Blumhouse, which is The Return of Jamie Lee Curtis, which is like, what, 50 years later, I believe? It takes place 50 years later? Yeah. Didn't she? Doesn't she die in like one of the movies? Uh, that's resurrection. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they retconned it. Uh, no, because they, the Blumhouse series, is after the f- original movie. Like, the rest of the movies don't exist in that universe. They're just after the first movie. After Loomis shoots him, the balcony he falls out. He walks around. He goes back to his house, and that's where the police arrest him. So, in their universe, there's only technically two movies, which is the first Halloween from, like, the 70s, and then it's that it's that one where... That one, and then right now, they're, doing, they're continuing it with Halloween Kills that came out last year, and the one that's coming out this year, Halloween Ends. It's supposed to be the end of that whole saga. And that sounds weird and dumb. But I don't know. I, again, like I, I just stopped caring about. I, you know, uh, I want to go back to the Chucky thing just for a minute. I like distinguish, distinguishly. I, I vividly remember you dressing up as Chucky one year for Halloween. Was that is that true? Or am I having a Mandela effect right now? Because I remember there was someone, like I knew someone who dressed up as Chucky for a year, but I don't. I, 
It wasn't you? No, not me. I've, the, only, the only characters I dressed up as is Jason and Ghostface. I but that, that. But that hasn't been recently. That's been like when I was smaller. Uh, Chucky, you know, I I feel like I just can't pull off Chucky because like he has orange hair and for me I, I don't like orange hair and like being Mexican that shit like sucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, yeah, I forgot about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like those two movies have impacted me and like Friday the Thirteenth. I love the series. Great. I want to see more. Freddy, I love the series. Could be better within the. The, maybe yeah, like oh, six. Cougar. Yeah, Freddy, like six, seven. I think that one. Yes. And then Pinhead. Oh, we're actually getting a Hellraiser reboot. That's um a Hulu original in October, I believe. They release. They recently released the trailer like two, three days ago, as of this recording. Yeah, and then saw that one's still going on. They're still trying to figure out a story behind it. And Letterface, well, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that shit's actually a pretty good series, except for the new one. I didn't, I just didn't like it, it's just stupid. It's just because they messed up the Sally character. The what? No, Sally, she's like the final girl of that series. Yeah, they were trying to um, bandwagon off of fucking Halloween, and now Letterface is old. And so is Sally. So now they're trying to do that thing. That does sound kind of dumb. But then again, it was like... That was their idea. And it wasn't greenlit. Like, they were showing it to a lot of studios. And they were like, nah. But then Netflix is like, we have the money. We don't care. Just okay. do it. Do it. And if we don't make money, it's, it's fine. It's fine. We'll get exposure. Because the movie was so bad. And everyone's going to review it. And then everyone's gonna want to watch it. See, work, work smarter, not harder. Trust me, if you watch it, there's a scene that you're gonna be like, nah, like that's just gonna be like, get this. Is it gonna be really distracting? No, like get this shit out of my screen now. Like, don't ever do that to a fucking horror icon like that. Yeah, I'll probably show I'll show you that scene after this. But yeah. Yeah, because that sounds. Uh, that sounds like fun, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, like, these horror movies, like, but you can't, like, those are, you know, cool and all, and they're popular. But you, I feel like we have to go back in time and talk about the actual classic monsters. Yeah, so, um, I'm, so pretty much what I'm talking about is the Universal Monster movies. And... I know that a lot of people are like, why, like, like, why are you talking about this? Well, because without those horror movies, there wouldn't be like anything, um, like any horror related things now. Like, like most of these, yeah, like most of these movies were based on literature, Mm -hmm. right? And the first ever, um, monster movie, uh, that Universal made, it was in the silent era. I believe it was the Hunchback of Notre Dame, or Notre Dame, or however you pronounce Notre it. Not sure. Depending on how you pronounce it. Okay. French. Yeah. And uh, that one was based on, on a book. Uh, then two years later, The Phantom of the Opera, also based on another book. But the one that popularized that the most, the, the one that was after that, which is now known as one of the popular Universal movies, Dracula. Yeah, I thought for a moment. For a moment, I thought you were gonna say, uh, like Frankenstein. No, that was two. Years. That was a year later, I think. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, so if you think about it, like these movies, like yeah, like there's not horror the way that we know it now. It's more like thriller, like thriller gothic elements in yeah. it, and I, I feel like. Like, those movies still give you a little bit of, like, tension. Because, like, there's some, like, scenes in these movies that that are, like... Yeah, if that ever happened to me, I would probably not 
like I would probably react the same way as them because like imagine having a vampire who like could hypnotize you just by having them look into your eyes like that's that's something uh, imagine seeing a creature made out of dead body parts different body parts coming at you and it's like what he's supposed to be like he's like 7 foot 8 foot tall 7 foot like think about that that's like that's a zombie but we don't consider Frankenstein a zombie though he's a creature that was brought to life by lightning but he's made out of dead body yeah cause he's a lab experiment you know yeah. but we don't really call him a zombie either cause he's not like it's not like we brought him back from the dead exactly but we gave him life it's yeah. weird. And and I say, like, for, um, yeah, like, he's Frankenstein's monster, which is something that a lot of people get, like, or... We're not going to go into that whole, like, no, you refer like, to him as Frankenstein's monster, nothing else is... But then again, you could still call him Frankenstein, because Frankenstein is the last name, and whoever really made you, you take the last name, don't you? I mean, yeah... You would. Exactly. So, yeah, like, we had Frankenstein, and then uh, we had The Mummy. Uh, you know, that one's, that one was, uh, they're all home runs, in my opinion. Even they're all home runs or not home runs? They're all home runs. Okay. Like, and you could say that, yeah, like, after years, the their budget lowered, which made them, made them, you know, kind of. Out of all of them, the only oh. one I watched was the Frankenstein one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like it's... And what I like now is that um, Peacock, which is a streaming service by Universal, and and NBC, that's fine. They actually have the whole catalog now. And they started adding the movies um, mid-September. So they have them... They have all these classic movies on Peacock. And I've been actually binging them and I'm right now... I'm in the Raven right now. I remember uh, when Peacock was first coming out, where it was like in that weird stage where it, like it was free, but there like wasn't really like, a subscription thing just yet. It was kind of weird. I don't know how to explain it. It was like that weird. Yeah, it started fit. out free, and then they added the premium option. It's still yeah. free, like it's still free, but like there's some premium options where just where you get more movies if you subscribe to it. Yeah, but the only one, uh, the only monster movie that they had for free was the Frankenstein movie. Really? So that's why that was the only one I watched. Like, yeah, like, um... Is it? It's also, like, probably one of the, it's probably, like, the cheapest streaming service out there, too. Huh? I believe so, yeah. Like, as you can see, like, I, I've been... You've been batting a thousand on that shit. Yeah, like, it's... it's very good, like, very good movies, and that's... The way you can find it is just, um, it's a little... Like, now it's, like, really, it's readily available now. Like, yeah, like, right now, if you go on Peacock right now, you would just have to go to where it says Countdown to Horror Halloween, and you would just have to, like, it's all there. Like, hmm. All the movies are there. You just have to, like, actually find them. And you can also search it up, you know, whichever movie. But, yeah, it's... For me, like, I've been watching it, and I'm just, like... Yeah, this this is something that many audience members don't know about, and and I feel like it's you know. I'm gonna go on a side tangent. I'm gonna go on a side tangent okay. for just a moment okay. because you were talking about how they're all home runs. Okay. You know what I miss? Good Marvel movies. I fucking miss that, and I just. Okay, okay. I, for this past week... Choose your words carefully. I'm not gonna... I'm not... I'm just gonna say it straight up. I have, for the last week, been spending my all my time at my sister's because I was house-sitting for her. And she had Disney Plus. And I was like, okay, let me, you know... Well, I have Disney Plus, but, you know, I, now I had nothing to do. So I was like, all right, well, let me watch... I watched Thor Love and Thunder. I liked it. But I didn't really care for it too much because I just, like, what are they going to do with this little girl now? Like, is she, like, like, there's, 
they threw her in there at the very end. Yeah, okay. Hold on. What I'm trying to say is there were elements in it where I just didn't really care for it. I really hated the freaking screaming goats. I hated that the Guardians of the Galaxy were only in there for like three scenes. And that only Star-Lord got like like a very heavy-headed dialogue with Thor. Jane has cancer and like you have Quill who ha whose mother died from cancer. That would have been an amazing conversation to have. But no, we, we left. We just didn't have that at all. Uh, there were el there were moments where I hate the quips and and the there are like moments where like you don't really feel any of the 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 what what's what do you call it when you're like the dramatic scenes like there was only like one of those scenes where like you know they where what the fuck is the villain's name again Grogue? Gore Gore yeah Gore the God Butcher. Man, fuck it. I'm not going to read the comics. Well, that's why you don't understand the movie. It's not that I don't understand the movie. It's just that I just don't really care for, like, the adaptation of it because, like, it's just... Because from the, Mar from the Marvel movies, they're all adapted from the comics. Like, they, they each have a piece of each, like, comic storyline in it. Well, yeah, no, I get that part. Like, I'm not, I'm not over here trying to say like I don't get it because I don't read the comics. What I'm trying to say is that like I feel like the movies don't do like a good adaptation for it because they throw in like they throw in that 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 Marvel formula to a point where it's like you don't really think about the movie afterward. Like you watch it, you're enjoying your time. But by the time you finish it, you don't think about it afterwards. Because that's what I'm saying by, like, at the end scene where, like, Thor is with this little girl now, like, uh, which is, like, Gore's daughter. I'm like, okay, what are we supposed to do with her now? Uh, I believe I'm correct. She's, like, I believe she's, she has um, one of the gods inside her. You know that god that they were trying to fucking find? And he, he they, they kind of like, like, at the end, it's like a fucking, like, a bunch of stars and shit. It's like, it's like the Watcher and Galactus. It's that same species, but now it's inside her. Ah, okay, okay, okay. But no, like, but, like, the movie does a really terrible job at, like, like, kind of giving, because, like, like I said, they throw her in in the last, like, ten minutes. Oh, yeah. You know, like, there's no build-up to her. Gore just kind of, like, he barely has, like, any moments Till I kind of, he has like, well, he has like one good scene, which is no, he has two good scenes. It was when his daughter dies, mm -hmm. and when he's basically like kind of shit talking them in like the dark realm, but like he's also like making sure like they can't talk so that they can't do their stupid quips. Mm -hmm. So it's just a villain monologue, and you're just entranced the whole time. And I'm over here thinking like, has Marvel just been kind of going to shit lately or some, or is it just that they're throwing out so much content that we're just getting fatigued by it um i would say okay i'm gonna say that during the infinity saga as they're, they're calling those phases it was they were batting seven hundred because they were you know there were some movies that a lot of people want like liked you know I'm I'm thinking about Dark World right now. Um, they were batting seven hundred. Now, since they're bringing in like characters that are now kind of less known, <coughs> like Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She Hulk, which I don't want to get into now because we still I still we the series hasn't ended yet. So right, I, the twerking scene. Um, I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about how it's kind of idiotic the way that they're showing her, like, like yeah, like going on dates and like that type of shit. Like, I understand that, but like, you're also like not being true to how she is. Like, it's it's like I'm not saying I hate it. It's just like there's no like don't try to modernize it into that 
Like, I think what Marvel needs to do is allow their directors to have their own tones to their movies. Because I swear, if you go watch, because I, I went to watch the very first Avengers movie again. It is so tonally different from everything that's coming out right now that, like, like I can look at that. I can think about that movie, and I'll still remember, like, a lot from that movie. Like, when I think of, like, Love and Thunder, I can only remember, like, a handful of scenes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that has to do with, um, like, I don't know what it was. Like, Kevin Feige was doing great, and now... It's kind of whatever now. Yeah. But it's just because, like, they're shitty out so much. Anyway, that's my little, that's, that's my tangent about, like, the whole, like, Marvel thing. Because that's been fucking going around for a while. And I just wanted to put my take in it. Anyway... Okay, so let's get back on track. Here. Actually, should we go on a break just for a moment? Uh, yes. Just uh, for a quick second, you know? Let me back and then I'm uh, going to my last talking point. Yeah. We'll be right back. Okay, we are back. So, another main talking point I want to talk about since we're going into like literature and the monster films is. The books, the horror books that were made into movies, and there's one particular author that is still making, is still writing books and sending them to studios to make them into films. That is the one and only Mr. Stephen King. Who is also uh, unknowingly the creator of the Stephen King drinking game. Yes, yeah. I'm going to randomly uh, list off the things while you're talking. Okay, and like, n- not to like, take away from anything, just because, and this is something that, the fact that he made, he wrote these books, he he wrote these books while being on a bunch of drugs. Take and you could tell every time there's an unexplained evil force without any justification for it exists, for it existence bonus points if the force is evil and from an extra dimension okay yeah like, like Stephen King he wrote these while being on a bunch of drugs in his shows cause most of like his early books like it and fucking the stand and fucking Cujo they have a bunch of fucking elements that See. only a high person could fucking write Take a drink every time the setting and the story takes place in Maine at some point. Yeah, Maine is pretty much the main fucking location and everything, and that's why it's called the Stephen King Universe. Take a drink every time a major character has some sort of ability, some long-term medical condition which comes up repeatedly, such as asthma or diabetes. Yeah, that's who is that fucking... Richie? No. No, I don't know. It's from Pennywise. Fuck. Hey. Um, Take yeah. a drink at a racist remark. What is that, Henry Bowers? Henry Bowers, the the bully from fucking Stand By Me. Abusive parents. Bonus if the parents said it. What? Isn't that Beverly Marsh? Uh, Mr. Bo- Marsh? From- bonus points if said parents is using their religious convictions to s- justify the abuse. Oh, Carrie! Carrie, that's Carrie. That's Carrie for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all gonna laugh at you. Oh. What the fuck? Yeah, you, we need to watch You need to watch it. Yeah, I do need to. Uh, depraved homosexuals. Bonus if they die. Uh, it. That's it. That's it for sure. I believe. Dude, you, fuck, you can fucking die while playing this game. Yeah. Cameo by King himself. Almost any fucking movie. Almost any fucking movie that is based off his work. It's like Stanley. It's like he's trying to be like Stanley. Yeah, but like Stanley, he like he makes that shit funny. Yeah, some of them, some of his cameos are funny. Yeah. What else? Come on, what else? There has to be more. I can. There's a lot of movies that I'm just trying to think about them. Like, fuck. It's a lot. If there's an atheist, take a drink. If there's an atheist, I will... Oh, 
Carrie, because the fucking principal was like, what does God have to do with anything? God's not real. Uh, yeah, like those, uh, but those Stephen King movies, like, the Stephen King movies, I can't, like, it's a 50-50, because they're made by different studios, uh, you know, one of the best Stephen King movies, and it's funny, because he doesn't even like this adaption of his work, of that, of that work he made, he doesn't like Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, Surprisingly, because he said it was not faithful to any of what he wrote. And that he's like, if you want to make Stephen King right, you gotta, I have to do it myself. And any of the movies that he made, horrible. I bet what happened was he watched it. I bet what happened was he watched it in private and was like, fuck, he made this shit better than me. I need, I need to bury his ass. Imagine? Yeah, imagine that. Shit, that's crazy. Will this be uploaded by October? Or are we just gonna like. Violence. Two is violence? Bonus points uh, for body horror, extra points for ice cream. Ice cream? I. I. Scream. Oh, then that, that, that would be Carrie, Penny, um, fucking It, Cujo, uh, Pet Cemetery. That shit was fucked up. <laughs> Fuck that baby. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm only gonna say like maybe two more. Okay, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, a reference to a previous King work. Um, anything to do with the Dark Tower. The Dark Tower is the thing that connects everything with everything. Take a drink every time there's a flashback. You can skip this if you're watching it. Pet Cemetery? Carrie. Would you think that you would die uh, doing this game? Would I die? Would you die? Nor in on in normal circumstances? Maybe. Given that I am a diabetic and you're not supposed to be drinking that much. I would die. <laughs> 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 oh my god, I remember just last night I was, I, I drank a little bit of tequila, you know, just having, you know, having a good night, uh-huh. and then uh, I didn't realize, I looked at the bottle, I'm like, oh shit, 40%. Oh yeah, because this is fucking, uh, yeah. God. But yeah, um, that, that's Stephen King, another one could be R.L. Stein, but that's just like, eh, Goosebumps gets you, but, Goosebumps is like, I love Goosebumps. It sends chills down your spine, but it doesn't. It's not like. It's not like scary. Scary, scary. scary yeah. Yeah, no. Goosebumps was my shit growing up. I only remember. I only remember one Goosebumps episode, and it was that one with like the freaky Halloween mask. Remember that one? Yeah, it's called. Yeah, something with the mask is like supposed to be like greenish or something. Yeah, like, it was something like that. But oh like, it gets stuck on her face yeah. for the whole time, and like, I remember that shit scared the fuck out of me. But, like. Only that and the theme song would scare the fuck out of me. One of the ones that scared me would be um, Welcome to Hor- um, Horrorland. Which is like a family that goes to a theme park thinking that, oh, that the, peop- that the fucking mascots are actual mascots and they're, they're not real. Turns out that they've been fucking, there's been monsters everywhere the whole time. It's run by monsters, and they're inside a slow globe. That's scary. That's scary shit. Uh, yeah. What else? Uh, you know, if there's any other authors that we haven't uh, talked about, go, you know, like, send us a message on our Instagram. We'll probably answer you guys back, you know. Probably, depending on what we do. Um... Right now, this man's jamming out. No! This man's jamming out for some reason. Oh my god, we're gonna get copyright for some reason. <laughs> okay, and this brings up to my last. Okay, you know how we, I was talking about Stephen King? Uh-huh. Well, it turns out his son is also a writer. His son wrote one of, one of uh, a short story. 
that they made into a horror uh, horror movie that just came out this year, and Universal made a maze about it. I am talking about the Black Phone. Yes. Uh, so pretty much, um, this is considered one of the movies in the new age of horror because it's these are the movies that are bringing in the younger audience to watch it, even though it's still rated R. Because it's like it's just it's stupid. Like you're bringing in a, a young audience, but it's rated R, so like they're most likely not gonna be able to watch it unless they watch it illegally or they take your their adult. their parents or an adult to see, go see him. But not like um, if you remember, I talked about it like fairly. You know, I had just watched it, and I've watched it two times since then. And I I'm just gonna say, I love the story. And it's funny because you could, after I learned that it's by Stephen King's son, I I see that he he tries to pay homage to his father by having one of the characters. Spoiler alert! She has dreams that are telling her how and who the killer could be and where they. Uh, and where like clues of where they could find the killer or the kidnapper and pretty much like it's just like a very great overall film and I love that Blumhouse has has these types of movies because like Blumhouse has been doing great with the horror movies Uh, anybody that doesn't know Blumhouse is like a production studio by Jason Blum that a reference to a previous King work take a drink to that um yeah um and it's just like like I would rate it an 8 out of 10 uh Blumhouse has been doing great m- movies like Freaky uh, they've they're in charge of the hor- of the Halloween series right now. Um, they've done I I want to say uh, I believe they made they made the pur on uh, the pur um the purge. Fuck I don't know why the fuck I couldn't pronounce it. Uh, yeah the purge. They've also done fucking um, Fantasy Island. That, that one's a good one. Uh, one of the misses that they made was True for Dare. Um, I just didn't understand the concept of it. You know. You read the comics. True for Dare. It's based off a fucking challenge game. Uh, they've done The Invisible Man. Uh, that one. That one was pretty good. They them or they slash them. That's funny. You know who I want to see? I want to see Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan in wrestling. I never showed you that match, did I? Um, no, I've only seen God, God against Vince. Fuck it. I forgot Vince did that. You know he 2 owed him, right? You know Vince 2 owed God before. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. Oh my god, imagine, imagine yeah. that happening now. Oh yeah, no, fuck that. Like, yeah. I, mm, yeah, no, because I won't be mad when Vince 3 owes God. <laughs> oh my god. I, I was going to ask, is, is, did the girl that gets the, um, did the girl that uh, gets the vision or dream, is she disabled? No. No? Because yeah. I was going to say, uh, drink if the if there's a disabled child with magic powers. Bonus if those powers are psychic. No. 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 Okay, and like, okay, so I'm talking about the new angel horror. Uh, there's, like, I talked about Blumhouse. I'm going to talk about Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele has had three bangers in a row. We have... Get Out. We have Us. And then we have Nope. He is right now in my top six horror directors of all time. 
because you know they've like he's been very revolutionary and he brings in contemporary um ideas into his films which i i love a lot because most of the films the dream films he's made make you think about society like make you think about society as a whole, mm-hmm. and it's like different aspects of society, and then I don't want to get into it right now, but like just watch it and you'll probably see what I mean. I need to watch those movies because uh, the movie Get Out was something I was really interested in watching, but I just didn't because I was too much of a chicken. Mm-hmm. It's not like I said. It's like it's not like it's, this is all new age horror. That's not like. Oh, like oh, he's fucking. It's bloody and shit. No, it's, it's it makes you think about society as a whole. So it's like mental horror. Yeah. Ah, sounds psychological cool. horror. Psychological horror. That's that's cool. Yeah. You know, but you never really think about uh being in eras of movies. You only really think about like the old eras. You don't really think about like oh shit, you're right because we've had like so many good horror films come out. That you can actually call this like a new age of horror, you know? Yeah, like um, I believe the the person that people believe started the new age of horror was Jason Blum. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to figure out his name. He he directed Shazam, and he also made. They're making a second one. Yeah. Um, and James Wan, James Wan, um, you know, he's, if you know, um, what I'm talking about, he's, he's done, um, some of the Saw movies, he's done this movie called, um, Dead Silence, it's about a puppet, yeah, yeah, it's about puppets, uh, he's made some of, like, I think he's helped produce, the Conjuring, and he also directed one of the Annabelle movies. I can respect that. Yeah, like, um, so yeah, like they're saying that they started the, they started out the like that new age of horror, you know. One movie, like one movie that I really want, like one movie that I want to talk about now is A twenty four. Uh, anybody that doesn't know who well, um, who A twenty four is, like they've I know been. Who A twenty four is? I just don't. I know what A twenty four is. I just don't remember what movie I distinguishly remember them from. All right. So A twenty four. The first like big film that they did. Um, in the horror a- um aspects of it, I believe. Let me see before I get this wrong and people get. And people start talking shit. Okay. Hereditary. Um, anybody that doesn't know, like that, that shit freaked me out when I watched it. Like, what the fuck? Uh, you know, like that, that was w- one of the big ones. They also did, I believe, Midsummer. That one's another one. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, they also did. Matt, when we reacting, like, I know. I'm I'm over here acting like I know these movies. The Lighthouse, that one had um, Willem Dafoe. Okay, that one I know about, but I didn't watch it. Really? I know I know of the movie, but I just didn't watch it because it was something that like everyone was like memeing off of like uh like like fall like sad boy fall autumn or some shit. And then recently, um, X, which Mm. is. Which had a prequel to it called Pearl, and oh my god! Like I, I'm gonna go into um, these two movies just because, like, the actress Maya Goff or Mia Goff, she she's great in them, and her performance in Pearl, I'm not gonna um, spoil it, but it's just like there's a whole monologue that makes you feel like. I feel like she should win an Oscar for this. And it's sad because the Oscars don't really award horror movies. Um, I don't know. Like, it's just something that 
that they've done. Like okay. they've never award awards to horror movies. The only horror movie that I know has won an Oscar and it's a, like a big Oscar. It's not just like oh best makeup like that, which was best film. It was The Silence of the Lambs. Uh. Anybody doesn't know what that film is? It's about um, famous character Hannibal Lecter. Uh, I can't memorize his lines, but he's a cannibal, and it's like it's a famous line that I just don't want to ruin. Yeah. Here's my little take on the. Here's my little take on the on the Oscars. I really hate the whole Best Picture film award. Why? Because every single, if you ever notice, all of the best pictures are usually like dramas or like these documentaries or stuff like not documentaries, but like. You know where, like, they kind of have, like, that documentary feel to it, but it's not, like... Yeah, like, a historical, like, yeah. I don't really like that, because why have Best Picture when you have all these other categories? You know, like, have Best Drama, have Best Animation, have Best uh, Western, Best... Like, you know, have different categories for all these other... uh, For all of them, and, like, not just have, like, just the Best Picture. Like, you can have, like, a Best Actor, I guess, but best movie like it's like when be like i don't know it's like i have like certain gripes with the oscars at times just because i really did like this year was it this year or last year 20 the one went which did that happen this year or last year where will smith smacked the fuck out of uh it was this year okay well this year's oscars like I fucking hated the fact that they decided to to snub some like they decided to snub a lot of categories to basically make room for these like per life performances, which is really dumb. They need to stop doing that. Honestly, like you like just have just give out the awards. Maybe have like one or two musical numbers, you know. But you don't need to make like a bunch of comedy sketches for fucking Amy Poehler. And not Amy Poehler. No, sorry. Amy Schumer. I don't know why I said Poehler. Amy Schumer. Like, she's not funny. I'm convinced. I am convinced that Amy Schumer is fucking terrible comedian. But only celebrities find her funny. Because it's she's famous to the point where you kind of have to laugh at her just to justify her career. Like, that's what I'm convinced that. Because... I don't know anyone who actually laughs at Amy Amy Schumer. You know? Mm-hmm. But every time Amy Schumer is at any event with celebrities, they're dying at her comedy. And I'm convinced that they're only laughing just to justify her. her. Anyway, but something I want to say real quick. Mm-hmm. How the hell do you snub out best editing from the Oscars? You can't have a movie without editing. Well, trust me, I, I watch the Oscars every year just because I'm that type of person. And also, there's a reason behind it. I'm not going to get into that. But, um, I don't know, like, yeah, they've snubbed out a lot of categories. And, like, it's mostly because, like, those are categories that nobody talks about. And it's, and it's sad because, yeah, editing is something that people should talk about because... They're pretty much... The editors are the ones that do most of the work. Because if you know, most movies... Most movie studios, they 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 tell them you have to make it below this. So that... So that... We could actually get people into the theaters. Which is sad. Because like, it's mostly like less than two hours long. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like if... Like, if the directors were given like this like this freedom of just like putting in whatever time frame they want they would just make like three to four long hour movies you know because like they have like these visions but then again like three four hour movies have won Oscar have won Oscars um one particular and I'm going... To, I'm trying to find it. Uh, well, go, go on, I, I try to find it. I mean, like... Yeah, you can say that. But honestly, there are a lot of movies that... Uh, like... 
the whole three hour thing is just what? Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's one. I mean, that's 2003. That was before the internet. Titanic, Titanic, again, before the internet. And it doesn't matter. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It, 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 nowadays, yes, it does. Oh, yeah, look at that. Silence of the Lambs. I'm telling you, that's the only, like, that's the only horror movie that won Best Picture. Sad. Hold on. <laughs> Makes me sad. Called, uh... How long are these movies? Uh, okay, so this one, this one was a horror film, so th- that one could be forgiven. Like two hours, I think, this one? Two, two and a half hours, I guess? Um, that's, we're talking about Parasite. Green Book, that's like two hours. Shape of Water, that's like an hour and a half, two hours, I think. Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah. Moon, Moonlight, oh, everybody's talking about that. That was, this was a controversial Oscars, because La La Land was announced, but it was actually Moonlight. It's stupid. Wait, what? Like, they fucked up and, like... Yeah, like, it's a whole thing. I don't know what the fuck happened. You know that reminds me of? It was, like, this one clip from, like... I think it was, like, Deji, who, like... What? I think it was, like, Deji, who, like, tried to make a joke at, like, one of, like, the YouTube awards. Mm -hmm. And he ended up saying someone's name. And then he was like, no, 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 I'm joking. I'm joking. It's actually this person. I'm gonna I'm find that clip real quick. You can you can go through this. Yeah, like okay, so let's get back on track here because, but yeah, no, like A twenty four has great movies. Uh, like I said, Pearl, like her my Maya Goff's performance in it, she needs to be nominated because it's at the end and it's a monologue that makes you think like, what the fuck? This is still true in. In this time, in, in today's society, you know, uh, so, but yeah, you know, so pretty much this is a little, a little warm up podcast because beginning after this podcast, is it, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be me reviewing horror films. Maybe Eduardo might be joining me. Maybe we'll, we'll have to see. Just. Literally not the person to talk about horror films. Yeah, and um, you know, at the time of this recording, the day after, I'm going to horror nights, and most likely gonna be recording, like vlogging and recording the mazes, and I'm probably gonna upload it. We'll have to see how the algorithm works and what happens. Cause like, you know, I just want to see if it works if. If the algorithm um, brings up our podcast, then shit, we're just we're gonna keep bringing in spooky season. I'm calling it spooky season. Don't judge me. Uh, yeah. So, uh, any last thoughts, um, Eduardo? Um, you will now refer to me as Eddie Westside, as we had discussed, and yeah. When the fuck did we discuss that? We discussed it just now. I'm now Eddie Westside. You were not Eddie Westside. Like, ever. You will never be... I'll probably call you... Eddie Southside. Maybe? I don't know. Eddie Westside. Yeah. I found found the clip of Deji, by the way. Anyway, we're out. (laughs) Okay, we're out. Okay, bye.